that being said, let's learn a little. So we we sort of slid into the sugya of for what are we being mechal shabbos? For what are you mechal shabbos? Which means we were talking about which refuse you're allowed to go to Gaisha doctor for. The Gemara used as a litmus test which refuse are you mechal shabbos for. So the Gemara last night discussed two areas of chayli which you may or may not be mechal shabbos. The Gemara said any makashal chalo, which means any any pain or illness within the body cavity, you're mechal shabbos for, and gavin gavian and gavregal, you're also mechal shabbos for. We'll talk about that more. But says the Gemara, we are five lines down from the top of chaf chesem and aleph. Amr Abzutcher Bartuvia Amarav Kolmaka Shetzricha Oimed. Any injury or illness that one needs to Oimed, decide, estimate, assess. Any Maka that needs assessment, Mechalan of Azashabis. You're Mechal Shabbos. So ask the Ritva, Mom is a fundamental question upon which is based the Gansi Yasaid of Hatzalah. This is the Gantzah cornerstone of how we and Rabbanim handle with Hatzalah. Frank the Ritva, this Gemara is mamish saying garnished. Gemara is saying, if you need an Oymid, you're Mechal Shabbos. So what do you tell me? Suffolk Nefashis were Machmer in, in, in Pikuach Nefesh and were Mekel on Shabbos. Is that what you're here to tell me? That Suffolk Nefashis, we err on the side of saving a life? This halacha has said several other places in Shas under several other headings. Why are you saying this in this Gemara over here? It's the most Pashat halacha ever. Safik Nefashis Lachmer. You're Machmer and Safik Nefashis. And you tell me, any Machas Tchichayimah, I'm it for what? I'm it if it's, if it's life threatening? Of course you're Machal Shabbos. What is this Gemara saying? That's the Ritva's Kash. Says the Ritva, this din is not said to a doctor. Avada for a doctor. If he has a clair, if a doctor has a suffix, nefashas, of course you're Mechal Shabbos. This halacha is not even being said for the patient himself, says the Ritva. If the patient himself says, I feel extremely ill, there's also nothing to talk about. This is talking about passers-by. That if someone is in a situation, in danger, that to an average passers-by, it looks like this market may need refuah. And to the passerby with no knowledge and no insight, it looks like a Suffolk Nefashis, <clears throat> still Mechal Shabbos, and you do not need to ask a doctor. This Gemara is now saying a huge Chiddush, which means if none of us are medical professionals, if Chas Shalom we're on Shabbos and someone's in our house, and didn't look right. Now, I have no idea what this is. I have no idea what this is. The guy looks very pale, and he's looking weird, and he's, he's not acting himself. Call that Sala. Aye. If you would just walk down the block, everyone has a doctor somewhere near them. If you would just walk down the block and say, could you come look at this guy? And that says nothing. He, he's dehydrated. Give him, give him like some sugar water. He'll be fine. The guy is having a shtickle diabetic, give him this. The guy's, you know, low on insulin, give him that. 
then, then the guy will be fine. A medical professional knows this is nothing. The patient himself knows, yeah, this happens every time I eat too much chalot. The, the patient himself, if the average passerby is chayshid, you're mechal Shabbos, you call out Saul and let them deal with it. That is a massive chiddush. That it's a suffix to the untrained eye, which in the rest of halacha doesn't count as a suffix. You can't be mailed a suffix on something you have no information about. Maybe, maybe your shirt is shotness. <coughs> I don't know enough. That's not called a suffix. It's an uneducated. It's an uneducated accusation. Maybe it's shotness. Maybe that cup of food is treif. Maybe that's garnished. Here, maybe that guy's suffering. The fashas call hatzal. Be mechal Shabbos. Drive. That's all guys will drive on Shabbos. All of that. The whole system that we base Hatzalah, that we call for a suffix, they drive for a suffix, and they transport for a suffix. Remember, they're not doctors either. They're EMTs. And they drive for a suffix is all based on this ritual and this Gemara. That kol makash That's a whole nother level. Says the Gemara... A fever is when a person is warm, when a person has a fever, even though there's nothing hurting him internally. When you talk about makashal, so do you have a stomachache? Do you have chest pains? Do you have a makashal? No, he doesn't have any makashal. There's nothing bleeding in the body cavity. There's no pain in the body cavity, but <coughs> he has fever. That's a makash or chal dummy. So how come when we, when we do these things now, they always give you like things to mitigate the chalor Shabbos? Why do we even need to do that? We we don't. Well, when when so a like, tzal guy drives, no shinui. No, not the tzal guy. Like when when you're like your wife's in labor. Oh, uh, uh, so that. so labor is a different category. The, the Taz, if I'm not mistaken, says having a baby is like quasi uh, a suffix Because most women give birth and don't die. So when I was having a baby, we're Mechal Shabbos, but it's like in a different category. Okay, so if you're going, if you're going like to Sinai now, not for the baby, just something's wrong, like you can open the door, like you don't have to wait for that. Like... Again, if, you, if, if, if it's just as easy, and we're going to get to just as easy. If it's just as easy, then it's just as easy. But if it'll diminish the care or the time or if someone, if you guys think of having a heart attack, you, you're not going with a shinui. If you guys have a heart attack, you take your cell phone with your hand and dial with your that's, index that's, finger. Uh, that's, that's obvious, but you're talking about something that's not obvious. Now. Right. So you know, if a kid broke his leg and nothing's happening, and like you rough to go to the hospital anyway, then you do as much as you could, you know, shinui. But but if it's a suffix at all, the fushes. Patsal doesn't go with the shinoi. You don't want them driving the ambulance to the shinoi. Um, says the Gemara. Um, now, we keep talking about makashacholo. Where does the body cavity start? Mehechan makashacholo. Pirish. Reb Ami menasafa ulefnim. From once it gets inside your mouth, inside your lips, inside your tongue, any pain there is called part of the body cavity. So the Gemara says, hold on. Hold on. How about your teeth and molars? 
kevan da akushininu, since they're they're hard, which means you tend to think of your guts, your maka, the maka shachalal, as soft organs. All your organs are soft. Your teeth, they feel like they feel like bones. So says the Gemara. You're right. You said from the mouth and inwards is kemaka shachalal, but lemaisa. How about teeth? How about teeth? Kavan digavai kaimi, since they are inside, sorry, kavan dikshishi ninu, since they're hard, kemakadav roi dummy, it's like an outside maka. Aidilma kavan digavai kaimi, since lemaisa, they're inside your mouth, kemaka shochal dummy. So the Gemara is asking, does a toothache have a din of maka shochalo? Which A, nafkamina for machalonas vashabis, and B, nafkamina for medicine, as we will see. Can a person take medicine on Shabbos for a toothache? And we, we have to discuss this, but that's also in the conversation. The amount of pain a person's in. Yes, yes. So, I mean, again, we, we're going to go through the sugya. The Ramah says that the bar for whether or not a person can... No, we'll start again. It's also to take medicine on Shabbos Midrabana. Because if you take medicine, you may come to grind medicine. There's nothing wrong with taking medicine. You take an Advil, you take like a Sudafed, there's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But since in the old days, medicine involved, involved grinding herbs. And that could be a, a Malacha Deirai. So therefore, Hazal asked all medicine taking. Now, since it's a Durabonim, it's not derisive to not take medicine. It's midrash banan that it's also to take medicine. There's several categories of heterim that come along with the drabban. The drabbanan were were relaxed. There is sir when certain things were in play. One of the things drabbanan relaxed was if a person would go to bed, if he would be nafal a mishkav for that pain. If a person will go to bed, then the Rabbana never made their gzera in that case, and you can take medicine in that case. So beside all the other heter, you know, sophic nefashis, you know, chronic illness medications, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, all those kind of medications that you take daily, and you need to take antibiotics, all these things that you need to take, those are poshit, but even something that otherwise would be also to take, like an Advil, Become mutter if you would lie down. And that's the bar. Now, that's what the Ramah Paskins in Shin Chav Ches. The Chayla Shanafla Mishkov, Mutter Likach Rafua, Vaygazer Shem Schikas Hamamanim. We have to see if our Sugya matches with that. Hint, it doesn't. And we have to see how to align them. But yeah, let's go through it. So, you wanted to know about teeth. Tashma. Hachayshesh Bishinov. Someone who has a toothache, now the preferred medicine for a toothache back in the day was uh, gargling with vinegar. Vinegar would cure the toothache. So since drinking vinegar that way is medicinal, it's also on Shabbos. A person is not able to swallow liquor, um, 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 vinegar because he ha- just because he has a toothache because it's also. So you see here that there are two levels of pain as far as Chazal are concerned. A michush, slight pain, or kaivle, real pain. So you see over here that the only kind of toothache that is not able to take medicine is a michush. Chayshish hu deloy, ha kaivle tuva shapir dami. 
Says the Gemara, if it really hurts him, he's able to take medicine. Says the Gemara, who said the Tana was being that precise with his Lashen, that you have a right to be Medayik? Says the Gemara, no, maybe, Dilma, Tana, Hecha, Dekayevle, Tuva, you're being mechalic, as if the Tana was being careful to categorize michosh versus real pain. It's not necessarily true that a Tana will always be that bedafkin is lashon, and therefore your diak is off, and therefore we don't see anything. We see that if a person is in extreme pain, he's able to take the medicine. So, the Gemara didn't really answer the question whether or not a toothache is not it just says as far as taking medicine if he's in extreme pain he can take he can take the the vinegar so so like this first of all how do you bring in a raya from here that you're able to violate a derisa on Shabbos that you're able to be Mechal Shabbos because of pain in the tooth. Maybe over here it's only Midrab Banan. What Isser are we permitting to violate over here? The Isser of taking medicine on Shabbos. That's a Dirab Banan. Who says you could bring a Raya from the permission to take medicine on Shabbos to whether or not a person will be able to be Mechal Shabbos for real on Shabbos? That's the Rishayim's Kasha. Says Duran. We see it's us over here because you have a second option. That really you could take the medicine, you could take the vinegar, mutter dick ways. Meaning, you could dip your bread in vinegar and it would do the same thing for your tooth. So since it's matir, vinegar, even though you have another option, we see much more, we see that you're able to do that over here. That is, that's thing one. The... The 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 Sharetzian tries to be medayik over here. That that a pain is called a pain in the mouth is called a pain. Mishabura doesn't paskin that way. Mishabura paskins. If you want to know the halacha ma'isa, a toothache is only enough to take medicine if it makes your whole body feel bad. Meaning sometimes you have like such a toothache you feel ill in your whole body then you're able to take medicine for a toothache. If your toothache is local pain, you just have a toothache, Mishnabura Paskins, you can't, you can't take medicine for that. Okay, let's, we did two little gemaras. Let's just start this next gemara. This is a geshmaka story. Toshma. Rabbi Yechanan chosh betziftena. Rabbi Yechanan had a toothache. He went to this Roman matron woman who also was a doctor. How Rabbi Yechanan went to a Jewish doctor, that will eventually be the topic of the sugya, and that's where we're going. Of the Chamsha, she did a, a battery of treatment on Thursday, Umale Shabbat and Friday. Amale, Rabbi Yechanan told her Friday, What's going to be with tomorrow? Thursday and Friday, I'm able to drive to you. What's going to be with tomorrow? I'm not able to drive to your office. What's going to be tomorrow? 
She told him, you, you should be fine. I already gave you the treatment on Thursday and Friday. You should be okay. You should be fine and not need treatment on Shabbos. Okay, let's say I do need. Let's say I do need. So what Rabbi was asking is, give me the secret recipe. Which means she was fine to have him come to the office. She'll charge him, apply it, and let him go. Rabbi Yechanan saying, I can't come to you on Shabbos. Give me the secret recipe. So she said, okay, listen. Make a shvua. You're not going to tell anyone the recipe. Ishtabuli delay maglis. Swear to me you're not going to reveal the recipe to anyone, and I'll give you the recipe you can do it at home on Shabbos. Ishtabala. He swore to her as follows. To God I will not be Megala, this recipe of this cure. So, Galilei, she revealed him the message. Rebbe gets to Shalom Shabbos, says, Rabbi Yisai, I have the most amazing cure for toothache. You take two ounces of this and three ounces of this, you mix it together, you bake it, you cook it, you smear it on, alts good. So, Lamachar Nafik Darsha Bepirka. He darshaned the secret recipe that he swore not to be Megala. He was Megala from the pulpit on Shabbos. Frag the Gemara of He swore to her he's not going to do it. Says the Gemara, ha, ha, you weren't careful my words. I'm not going to reveal it to God. But to his nation, the Jews, Maglina, I'm going to reveal it. So the Gemara says, Shkayach. Shkayach. So you have, really good. What about the Chil Hashem? Says the Gemara, the Galilei Meikara. No, he told her. <laughs> you realize, after she told the recipe, he told her, you realize the Shavu I just made to you, it's a massive out clause, massive loophole. I just said I'm not going to tell God, but I will tell his people. It's still Chil Hashem. That's the story. We'll get back to the halachic ramifications tomorrow. But this is Yerushalmi. This is Yerushalmi. Whatever happened to this story? We, the Bible only tells us the first part. This Yerushalmi is here and in Shabbos. In alternative version B, in the Yerushalmi, she was Megayer. She was so impressed with Rabbi Yechanan, she was Megayer. What did he have? Yiddish a cup? That's why she was mad? <laughs> That's why we have the carbonate. So, she was Megaya. She was so in a spell <coughs> that any one of you, if you would get the recipe for a not off patent drug, what would you do? Would you put it out there on free PDA, whatever drug? Secret to be Megala to develop so rich profiteering big pharma shouldn't profiteer off you? Would you make insulin available for free? Or would you charge $800 for an EpiPen? So she was so sure that when Rabbi Yechana took the secret, 
He's going to go profiteer off of it. He's going to go make it proprietary and start treating people in his house for hundreds of dollars of treatment. And when Rabbi Yechanan took something that is so valuable that she was profiting off of it, and he now had the recipe and could profit off of it, and what did he do immediately? He was begalit to the Yidin for free because he doesn't want money. He wants happy Yidin. She said, ah, Azah folk, Azah nation I want to be part of. And she was Megayer immediately. So, so like this. So, etlacha things you see from this Yushalmi before we get back into the Allah. So first of all, the Yushalmi answered the Chalashem question. It was still a Chalashem. No, it wasn't. But you see from here, <coughs> nothing to do with current events. You see from here, the amazingness of Das Tair. That, that, we were thinking Rabbi Yechon and Mamash risking Chil Hashem. Rabbi Yechon's making a Chil Hashem. It's for sure going to be the biggest Chil Hashem ever. She's going to go and, and post tomorrow that the Jews are scoundrels and backstabbers and double crossers. And no. No. Rabbi knew exactly what he was doing and she was Megayer the next day. But he only told his own clan. He didn't tell the rest of the thing. So someone in his own clan could profit. So, so they didn't think like that in those days. In those days, like, you know, you're, you, do you want to make money or do you want to help people? And Rabbi Yechanan helped people. So you see, sometimes you see Gedalim acting in a way like, oh my gosh, it's going to cause so much anti-Semitism. It's going to cause such a backlash. It's going to cause such uproar. And Rabbi Yechanan was mamash going, and he thinks, mamash, look what kind of chil Hashem is going to cause. This Roman matranisa. And, 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 and he double-crossed her and used that that... I, my toes were crossed as I shtick when he was saying this. And then, and then what happened? He used it for such a, a donation to society, such generosity of spirit and not profiteering. She was Mamish Megayu. So you, you sometimes, you never know. You never know. Like when, when, when a Godel acts a certain way and you think like that is going to cause the biggest Chil Hashem. It sometimes, it sometimes works out. Anyway, we'll talk about the halacha aspect of it tomorrow.